The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. A lawyer stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, what is written in the law? What do you read there? The lawyer answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said to him, you have given the right answer. Do this and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, the lawyer asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers who stripped him, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a priest was going down that road. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, while traveling, came near him. And when he saw him, he was moved with pity. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, having poured oil and wine on them. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day, the Samaritan took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him, and when I come back, I will repay you whatever more you spend. Jesus asked, Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The lawyer said, The one who showed him mercy. Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. Dear friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Thanks to you, Lord Jesus. So, at the end of the day, our human existence is summarized in relationship. Relationship. And our happiness or our unhappiness lies in the way we relate with our fellow human beings. Love of God and love of neighbor. Right. And often we live with prejudices, with biases, 
with judgments that stop us from seeing human beings for who they really are. And today, the lawyer leaves us, leaves us with a question that we are all to ask ourselves. Who is my neighbor? Who is my neighbor? We all have neighbors. Who are them? And Jesus uses the parable of the Good Samaritan, of a man, of a good man, of a man that was attacked by, by robbers to answer the question, who is my neighbor? Traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho, a certain man was attacked by thieves. He was seen by a lawyer, by a priest, by a Levite, but they ignored him and neglected him for various reasons. The thieves treated the wounded man as an object to be exploited. The lawyers treated the wounded man as a topic for discussion. The priest treated the wounded man as a problem to be avoided. The Levite treated the wounded man as an object of curiosity. But the Samaritan treated the wounded man as a person to love. He showed him mercy and compassion. He did not judge him. He did not speculate. He loved him. Dear brothers and sisters, we are on a journey in this world as Christians. How do we treat our neighbors? Do we treat, them, do we treat our neighbors like thieves? Do we exploit people? Do we destroy them? Do we attack them? We can be thieves to our neighbors. Do we treat our neighbors like lawyers? You know, lawyers are good at analysis. They analyze all the problems. Why did he travel alone on that dangerous road? It is his fault. Why didn't he ask for security on that dangerous road? Right. Sometimes there could be people who need our help, but we analyze their situation. It was her fault she married a very dangerous woman. It is her fault, right? We try to blame people and then we end up not helping them. That is what we are to some people. Do we treat them like lawyers? Do we treat our neighbors like priests? Now, the Jewish priests, what happened is that 
a Jewish priest is defiled, is no longer fit to offer sacrifice, if he touches blood or touches a dead person. And that was why when the priest came and saw the wounded man, he thought he was dead and he considered him as a problem to be avoided. And I asked myself, I went to Good Shepherd for Mass. And when I was coming back as a priest, should I see somebody who needs my help? And I know Mass here will begin at 10.30. What would be my decision? To help the man, and there will not be Mass here, or to abandon the man and come for the Holy Mass. It's the same situation the priest saw himself. And I think naturally, I will raise, I will, I will speed up to come and celebrate the Mass instead of taking care of the person. But who is my neighbor? So do we see our neighbors, people around us, as problems to be avoided? We only gossip about them, we only talk about them, we only discuss about them, but we do not act to help them. Or do we treat our neighbors like a Levite who saw his, the man wounded as an object of curiosity? Oh, we are curious. And then in the modern days, when something happened, instead of people to help, you see young people snapping, taking the video of the situation, if there's accident, posting it on social media, and they do nothing. So it becomes an object of curiosity. The Levites, and then do we treat our neighbors like the good Samaritan who had mercy on his neighbor? So let us now answer the question, who is my neighbor? Our neighbor is anyone of any race, of any color or social background who is in need. You see, and that is what the world is going through. We have separated ourselves by color, by race, by nationality, by culture, by identity, by ideology, and all this idea of supremacy and powerful, and we have no time to love others. So relationship, as I said, is a source of peace and conflict. Anyone, anyone, who is in need is your neighbor, including your enemies. Now, this is difficult, but that is why we have all gathered, because that was what Jesus did for us. He taught us to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. And he practically demonstrated that when he was dying. So, 
And I want to leave us with some principles about loving. Principles about loving. And this is powerful. Um, this is not just about religion or about Christianity, but it's the source, and like I said from the beginning, if you understand the, the, the power behind loving and being in a relationship without prejudice and judgment, you begin to understand the source of joy and happiness as a human person, not as a Christian, as a human person. So if you, here is the first principle. If you judge people, you cannot love them. If you judge people, you cannot love them. And, and look, we can begin by doing these little, little things in our lives. And that is where we begin to experience God's peace and joy. So, we are full of judgments, but if we judge people, we have no time and we cannot love them. And lack of love is often easy to justify. We can easily justify why we don't love people. He went on that road alone, he was stupid, that was why he did that. He was not careful. We judge them. And we can justify why we should not love people. But even, with, even when we justify it, it is never right. It's never right. Another principle is that love means acting to meet the need of others. Love requires actions. And so wherever you live, needy people are close by. On your streets, there are needy people if you look out for them. In our country, there are needy people. In our world, there are needy people. Help them. There is no good rationale for refusing to help. Dear brothers and sisters, our love of God we learn from today's gospel will be assessed on our attitude towards people. A true religion is a religion of love, not of mere words. A good Samaritan was capable of sharing God's compassion and mercy for all the people. I like this scriptural passage from 1 John chapter 20, chapter 4, verse 20. It says, whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen, cannot love God, whom they have not seen. And you see, we are told in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25, verse 45, 43 to 45, on the last day, on the last day, the judgment will not base, God's judgment is not going to be anchored on how many times you 
attended mass? On how many times you recited the Holy Rosary? God's judgment is going just to tell you how relationship is the foundation of our human existence. God's judgment primarily, fundamentally, is going to based is going to be based on when I was hungry to give me food. When I was thirsty to give me drink. When I was naked, you clothed me. When I was in the hospital, you visited me. When I was in prison, you came to visit me. And I would say, ah, when did we see you hungry and we gave you food? When did we see you thirsty and we gave you drink? When did we see you naked or you were in prison or in hospital and we came to help you? He said, look, whatever you did to these little ones, you did it for me. That is it. So I think we have to assess our lives and we have to reflect on this very seriously, especially at this time where there are a lot of uncertainties in our world and a lot of difficulties and challenges. We trace back our humanity, what unites us, what brings us together, what gives us joy and happiness. And at this Mass, we pray for that gift, who is my neighbor, that we realize and come to the awareness that my neighbor, our neighbor, is anyone of any background race who is in need, and that we may be filled with the courage to take action, to act, right, to act towards meeting the needs of others.